Josh is an active guy, you know, avid biker, you know, um, do they have, you know, do they have a decent gym? Do they have decent classes? Do they have a running track? You know, our big criticism of the wish of course, is that it doesn't have a decent running track, um, because of all the stairs, but yeah, curious about what, what kind of active things are, are available to do on board. Yeah. Thank you for clarifying. Cause when you said, I, I couldn't hear you. I thought you said extra fries instead of exercise. So, <laughs> um, Welcome back, everybody, to this week's bonus episode of the DCL Duo podcast. And uh, welcome to our first and what we hope to be a series of live episodes of the DCL Duo podcast. So if you are watching at home, you can mark your calendars now every Monday at 5.30 p.m. Pacific, 8.30 p.m. Eastern. We will be trying to do a live episode here going forward. Uh, it'll be weeks here and there where we have to miss because we're traveling. Uh, we're going to try to preview the next show at the end of the current show. So we'll have uh, some more uh, info on what our next show is going to be here at the end of this show. Uh, but we're excited. We're excited for the format, right, Sam? We're going live. Woohoo! Woo we're live. <laughs> hi, everyone who's watching. Hi, Dennis. You just said hi on Facebook. Hi, friends. Great to see and everyone. And a big shout out to everybody out there. If you are watching us on Facebook, you need to make sure to give StreamYard permission to display your name or we will not know who you are when you're commenting. You can also drop your name in your comments if you want <laughs> so we know who it is. Uh, but just a big <laughs> just a big shout out there uh, for folks. I want to give one more other shout out before we get started uh, with tonight's episode. And that is a shout out to our Patreon supporters. If you are not familiar, we do have a Patreon that helps us defray the cost of this show. Our commitment remains. We won't make money off of the show, but these things are expensive to do. And so if you have not already, you might want to head over and check out our Patreon over at patreon.com slash dclduo. Um, choose from one of our tiers and we really appreciate it because it helps support the show. Uh, but I do want to run through a list of names that we haven't been able to run through for a while, which is our Patreon supporters. So in no particular order, and I'm going to look this direction so I can see their names on my screen over here. But <laughs> I want to thank Chris Wynn, uh, the Dillos Diz, Heather Wilson, uh, Sonia, uh, Edward Lynn, Christine Beanie Christensen, Robert Taylor, Beth Gentry, Matthew Kowalski, Chris Brown, Derek Sassman, Sean Burns, Thomas Rogers, and Ann Witten, Dennis Keithley, Robbie and Jillian Abney, Brian Call, Ashley Darling, Cindy Leichner, Vicky Sue, Doug Young, Ashley Norton, Adrian and Emily Van Zuli, Drew Curry, C.T. Sweek, Christopher Forabeck, Daily MTB writer who uh, will be on with us here in one second. That's Josh. Uh, Dave Hale, Chats, Chad Swindell, Jennifer Swart, Chris Braga, and Steve Elsis. So thank you out there to all of our Patreon supporters. We really, really appreciate it. And with that, we have to bring in the DCL duo villain, Josh. Josh is back. Hey, Josh. I don't think you oh, can hear you. Josh, can you not hear us? Hi, Josh. No. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, well, Josh works on his technical difficulties. Maybe we will set up the show a bit here. Um, Sam, do you want to message Josh? Josh, can you hear us? Oh, no. <laughs> I can you. I don't know if you guys can hear me. I cannot hear you for some reason, which is unfortunate. And I'm trying to figure that out. I'm sure you had a lovely introduction that I couldn't have beat. <laughs> and I'm sure you only said good things. Um, don't mind me. Just figure it out how to hear you guys. All right. Well... 
we're going to set up the show here that we're going to have with Josh while he's working on his technical difficulties, which is we're going to be talking about Princess Cruise Line versus Disney Cruise Line. Josh took a cruise recently on Princess, so we're excited to have him back to chat about that. I think we have Josh back. He's giving us a thumbs up. There he is. There he is. Josh, you've made I don't it. Know, I don't know what happened. <laughs> the, the show started, and I could see you guys, and I couldn't hear you. And I was like, that's not right. And yeah. then all of a sudden, I was like, oh, no. And, uh, <laughs> good old restart. Tur- use that power button. Turn it back on. We're all back and rolling. You know, there you go. Time, you tried unplugging, unplugging it and it. plugging it back in. Right. Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah. All right, well. Josh, let's dive in. We got some questions rolling in for you already while we were vamping. Thank you for saving our audience from us. Um, So (laughs) remind folks, Josh, you are the DCL villain because you have Cruise Disney Cruise Line. Uh, You've been on some other cruise lines. We've had you on a bunch. Love having you on. Remind folks about your cruising background so they can catch up with who you are and what your cruising experience has been. Absolutely. So I started cruising with my wife in the fall of 2021. Um, We've done three Disney cruises since then, two Royal Caribbean, and now one Princess. So this was our sixth cruise. My first uh, cruises were Royal Caribbean and then Disney back to back. And I have since had a love for all things cruising and, and also a love for comparing Disney with other cruise lines, which is why I'm so excited to share today. Yeah, we love it. And, you know, from your first episode where we did a compare that back to back Disney and and Royal, you had some really controversial hot takes. (laughs) So I'm really hoping that today we have a few more controversial hot takes so that we can, um, you know, make fun of you more, basically. Well, I I joked with Josh off air. I I asked if there were presets on board Princess so we would know (laughs) whether or not he'd have an opinion there. But we'll get to food a little later. Josh, tell folks what this Princess Cruise was that you you took. Yeah, that what a great question. It was the most ridiculous cruise I've ever heard about. So let's start with that. <laughs> so uh, Brian and Sam live in the Seattle area. I'm north of the, like, the Seattle cruise terminal an hour and a half. And Princess had this uh, relocation cruise, or uh, I forget the other word, but it was from Seattle. It went out to sea for a day, went to Victoria, Canada, and then ended in Vancouver. So for those who have driven from Seattle to Vancouver, it's like, what, three hours, maybe three and a half. (laughs) And since I live perfectly in between, um, I was like, you know, I could get dropped off in Seattle and convince somebody else to pick me up in Vancouver because I'm just so delightful. People just love driving me places. (laughs) And uh, it, it worked out great. So my wife and I, just the two of us, got away for three nights and um, the reason we picked this cruise is was only because of the price, because the price was phenomenal. And when I say phenomenal, I'll just tell you right now, it was for three nights. Uh, it was an ocean view cabin. It was $1,000, but here's the big but in this situation, included two specialty restaurants, all your drinks, a photo package, um, and there was a couple other things that was wow. all included with that all in price of a thousand dollars, which I was like, I got to try it for that because, and here's why, if you were to drive your car up to take the ferry to go to Victoria mm-hmm. and stay like a night and go and buy food and come back, you're, you're like almost at a thousand dollars right there. <laughs> oh, yeah. And yeah. I was like, let's do it. Well, yeah. I mean, hotels in Victoria and in Vancouver are kind of expensive. So that seems like a really good price if you think about, you know, three night hotel stay, frankly, yeah. would cost you that much easily in any of like Seattle, Victoria, Vancouver, you know, at, at least someplace nice, obviously, not like so, your Motel 6. 
so Josh, which ship were you on? And my my perception would be the ship doing this cruise would not be one of the newest, latest, and greatest princess ships. So, you know, how old was she? How many people did she hold? Yeah, tell us a little bit about the ship itself. It's so interesting because in Cruising World, this ship is ancient because it had its first sailing in 2006, which, as we <laughs> know, um, Disney, the magic and the wonder are, what, is it 98, 99? I think 96, back to back. 96, isn't it? 96, no, I think it is. Yeah. 98? It's 98, Okay. Yeah. So 2006, it holds 4,800 passengers max capacity. So it's bigger than the dream uh, and the fantasy. And it, yeah, 2006. And the thing about like Princess and Royal does this too. They update the ship in like dry docks, but they don't update the rooms. So the rooms have the original decor that they were going for without replacing things. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> what does a 2000, did you say 2006? Yeah. Uh, what does a 2006 stateroom look like, Josh? Um, it, what does a 2006 stateroom look like? I mean, if you remember the glory days of 2006 and can imagine, <laughs> um, some gold accents, some flower, uh, curtains, uh, it was very beige. How about that? <laughs> Just very <laughs> beige. There you go. All right. Yeah. Well, so Josh, um, stateroom secured screaming deal, uh, port of Seattle. We, we Disney fans can't ever go out of the Port of Seattle. So how was the Port of Seattle for you? Yeah, it was great. And we, my wife and I and our kids cruised out of Seattle on our Alaskan cruise on Royal Caribbean. So we were familiar with getting dropped off. Obviously, I grew up in Seattle. I don't have any desire to go and tour Seattle. I'll do that a different time. <laughs> um, but yeah, just got dropped off. They're used to having cruises come out of there all summer. Mm -hmm. um, this was in October, so it was the end of the season. Very smooth sailing altogether. Um, and the coolest thing about Royal, or Royal Caribbean, about Princess, is that the online check-in is absolutely phenomenal. And when I say absolutely phenomenal, you put all your information in. It's so easy. They mail you a medallion, which you're going to hear me say medallion like a hundred times. So if you if you have a Lacroix or um, yeah, top Topo Chico nearby, every time I say it, you can drink. The medallion experience is absolutely amazing it's basically an apple air tag that you can you can buy little accessories and put it on your watch where it is a necklace uh put it in your fedora wherever you want and they mail it to you and basically you show them your passport and you scan that and you're done you, you don't you don't wait in a line everything's done here's the kicker i figured out spoiler alert I, we're going on another princess cruise Oh, and so wow. I, yeah, so we already, I just did this like last week and I was like, I have to put in all my passport information. I have to put in all my stuff again. So I delayed it, delayed it. And then like two nights ago, I was like, okay, I have some time. I'll do it. I go and it was like, have, has anything changed? And I was like, no. And they're like, you're done. I was like, I was like, Disney, what are you doing? <laughs> Hallelujah. My goodness. Yeah, that's. That's impressive. I mean, it shouldn't be impressive because, you know, the ability to save information on a computer has existed since the invention of the computer. But um, yeah, that's impressive. That's impressive. And so can you just go on board with the same medallion you had last time or will they send you a new one? They send you a new one every time okay. if, if you okay. if you get like the ad additional package. So they have like a plus package and then a premium package. And that's like drink packages with gratuity included. included. So I forgot it was a thousand dollars drinks, specialty dining, gratuities, and $150 onboard credit 
and we booked through Costco because it was last minute with another $45 Costco card. It's just like... Wait, the, wait, wait. Gratuities were included in this price also? And and the picture package, like the photo package. So every time you see a photographer, it's all included as well. They, yeah. they just... It, it was amazing. Nice. Wait, we've well, got to so, talk about booking ahead of time. You've got, um, you know, excursions you could book, right? So what kinds of things can you book ahead of time? And we've got a question from on the screen that matches exactly what I'm asking. How, how nice is that? Thank you, Facebook user. Yeah. What stuff can you book ahead of time? And then what did you book, Josh, as far as excursions? I mean, you've been to Victoria and Vancouver mm-hmm. before. Yeah. Did you even think about booking an excursion? Yes, we did think about it. And um, you can, just like a Disney cruise, you can go on the app and look at the excursions. I, I I don't know this, but I know with Royal Caribbean, they just randomly put out their excursions. And I think Princess is more like that. Um, we signed up very late, I think like two months out. So you could see all the excursions in Victoria that Disney would have. Um, we wanted to go to Bouchard Gardens, which we did. Mm-hmm. And um, we weighed how much it costs to like pay for a shuttle. And we're like, do we want to deal with a bus? In reality, we wanted to go and eat in Victoria because we found a really we heard about a really great um, Asian uh, sushi restaurant and so we just got off and went and called an Uber it was really a taxi you have to do taxis there Um, and that was great flawless and so just did our own excursion but everything was available through the app awesome what other things can you book ahead of time like obviously um you know, you're, you already had a drink package booked um, mm-hmm. th- as a sort of included thing. If it hadn't been included, is that something you would have or could have booked in through the app ahead of time? Or is that something you just do on board? Yeah, you can pre-book drink packages and all that. They didn't have any tastings, but your dining, you could pre-book for every night. And so they had, I think, two specialty sit-down restaurants They had some more specialty like casual restaurants. Mm. And then they had three main dining rooms. They all serve the same meals. But you could each night choose, hey, I want to eat dinner at 6 p.m. on the first night, 6.30 the second, specialty dining the third, and choose a dining room and set all that up. Oh, wow. So you can even book your times in advance for dinner. Mm -hmm. And it's your time. So you pick whatever time you want. They show you the options from like 5 to 8. Gotcha. So you wouldn't necessarily have the same servers then from place to place, not like on Disney, for example. Correct. And I think you can, if you like go in the same dining room at the same time, you can ask for the same server. And I, I'm getting to learn more about Princess and hearing that other people have done that. Nice. We're getting, we have a, quite a few questions around uh, age demographic, kids activities. Now, it was just you and your wife. So you probably weren't sending the kids to the kids club. Um, but what was the age demographic like on board? Were there lots of kids or did it skew older? What, what did it, what did it look like to you? Very much skewed older. Um, and I think that's kind of the reputation princess has is, you know, being for those who are, uh, more vintage in their, in their years or their uh, flavors. Um, and yeah, so there wasn't a lot of young people. We went and just looked into the, um, the kids clubs and those look spectacular. Those look newly done. They had theming that looked like up to date, like it had been done yesterday. Um, And again, Disney knocks it out of the park with the kids club. Nobody can compete, but it looked really good. Like my kids would be excited to go in those kids clubs. I mean, was it themed out? Like, I mean, cause Disney, right. You've got like slides and different areas. So is it themed out like that? Or is it more like Royal was like a, meeting room for lack of a better word where they did some activities and had some video games but it was not slides and activities and things like that 
Yeah, it was just like just like royal. Like it, it, the room was themed, but it was just a meeting room, and that's where they okay. hang out. Yeah. Okay. So presumably, lots of structured activities going on uh, for the kids across the day if they're not, you know, sort of unstructured play room kind of situation. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So uh, you mentioned that embarkation was pretty smooth out of the port of Seattle. Um, so what uh, what did you get up to on the first day of this three night cruise, Josh? What what did you do for adult activities on board, and what were some of the offerings and things that you uh, you did? Yeah. So this was in December out of Seattle, which is basically ninety five degrees and sunny <laughs> all the time. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Swimsuit <No>. weather. Yeah. <laughs> Dark and darker. And overcast. <laughs> yeah, overcast and drizzly. Not raining, but drizzly. Uh, so we just explored the ship kind of the first night. And we're really trying to figure out what is this? What's this drink package? How does the medallion work? I hear Princess has the best pizza. Oh, medallion. Of, yeah, of any cruise line. There you go. Good job, Sam. Had to take a drink. Um, has the best uh, pizza, quick service pizza of any cruise line. And so really, we just got to lay a land of the ship. Um, checked out like the adults only area at the back of the ship, um, ordered a couple drinks. The coolest part about the medallion, and this is where the tech really comes into play, is that as soon as you walk for the, up... For those of you listening to the audio afterwards, Sam is literally <laughs> drinking every time he says the word medallion. Okay, keep going, Josh. <laughs> as, as, as soon as you walk near your room, it knows you're there with your medallion and unlocks your door. So you don't have to, Sam, you're going to be drinking all night. Don't, don't do it. Sam's going to have a, uh, a Topo Chico, Chico. (laughs) yeah, hangover. Um, it's It's not alcoholic. Yeah. Yeah, It's just water folks. It's just fizzy water. (laughs) That's all I'm drinking. But as soon as you walk up to your door, your door's unlocked. You want to drink, but you don't know where the nearest bar is. Um, you open up the app, you find the drink that you want, you click order, and they come and find you within 10 feet. Oh, that's oh, amazing. My gosh. That's, it, that's through the entire ship. So you, you can be somewhere, order a drink, be like, you know what? I really need a piece of pizza. Go upstairs and they will find you. Yeah. And it's like anywhere on the ship. Uh, and it was incredible. So we, pizza we de- wait, pizza delivery wherever you are. Like, yeah, yeah. There's food delivery wherever you're at. And it's not all foods. It's like pretty selective, but sure. Like uh, but, room service types. Yeah. Yeah. And did I did I try it out like up on the pool deck? Could you see the burger place and be like, man, I really want a burger, but I'm really comfortable reading my book right now. <laughs> I want to be really late. Let me just see if I can get a burger over here. And sure enough, they brought it over. Oh, hey, Josh. And here's the other thing. When you walk up to order a drink or um or go to order food, they go, Oh, hey, Josh, uh, what can we get you? And oh, your name sweet. pops up, they hand it to you, you walk away. There's no interaction. There's no touching. There's no signing. It's all done, which is just phenomenal. I, I wonder if they can go to the next... Do they go to the next level, which is you're walking up and it's like, hey, Josh, you want another gin and tonic? Like, because they they know that's the last drink you ordered. Like, it, it would go be, to that level? <laughs> and I would say they have the technology. I'm guessing they don't use it because... Yeah, that would be creepy. <laughs> yeah, so, some, I don't think it would be creepy. I would be like, sure, I'll take another whiskey on the rocks. That sounds great. Like, thank you, <laughs> you know, but... <laughs> Yeah. It'd be great if it was like Virgin where, you know, they have the shake for champagne, which is a similar kind of thing. Right. Uh, but maybe if you could you could shake the app, but customize it for the drink you want, you know, for Josh, it's shake for my tie. And then the my tie <laughs> appears kind of thing. So, yeah, there you go. There you go. But, well, but so. Our, oh, go ahead. Yeah, keep going. No, no, keep going. Oh, I was just going to say in our goal of this cruise was just to relax. It's it was only three nights. Yeah. Um, with two little kids at home, we brought books. We wanted to find little nooks and places to just relax, have somebody bring us fresh fruit. And 
you know, a croissant and a drink. And, and we found a whole open area. Um, the equivalent would be like the Cadillac lounge or, and it was just, nobody was there. It was kind of like, it wasn't a library, but it was like very nice cushy seating. And we just sat there all day, had drinks delivered, read our books, looked out the window. It was, it was awesome. That, so that was our goal. We didn't do hardly any activities Mm -hmm. except did we, did we try our luck in the casino? Of course. Did we think we were going to win? Of course not. Cause we're wise people. Um, (laughs) but we really did just relax and eat too much food. Yeah. Yeah, What what was the general, what was the general layout of the ship, Josh? I'm just curious. Like, um, you know, is it like a Disney ship? It sounds like there was adult areas kind of like a Disney ship, but what was the layout of the ship like? And where was the casino on board? Did you have to walk through it a lot to get to different places? Um, yeah, that's such a good question. So they have a main atrium, just like Disney. But the difference is, it's I, I want to say three or four decks. And off that, there's like different eateries, like the steakhouse or the Italian. The Italian restaurant was um, up above, actually, kind of like where Apollo is. But there was shopping, there was uh, a cafe that you can go get you know, snacks and treats and sandwiches and that, like on the base one. Shopping in the casino, you you could walk through that to go to the, um, what's it called? The stage, right? Where they did the, the shows. Um, and then, but yeah, three stories, eateries, photo station, everything just like Disney Cruise Line, just like the atrium. But their atrium was much more grand and they kind of have spiraling staircases that make it really easy to get to the next level. Um, regardless if you're on the, I was going to say right or left, but port or starboard, it makes it super simple. Yeah. Well, and there's no Mickey, you know, taking pictures at the bottom of the staircase. So they don't close off the staircase for, you know, for pictures at any time of guessing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, just like any ship guest services, uh, they had a computer stations. I was like, why, why do you need an internet cafe? I mean, (laughs) it's called a smartphone. Um, but yeah, they had, they had everything you normally see on a cruise. Nice. Nice. Did you, well, you said internet was included with your booking. How was it? Internet up to four devices. It was Starlink. It was excellent. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, I would love to know what kinds of you know activities. I know you didn't do a lot of activities, but I'm sure you were surfing the app to see kind of what was offered on board. What kinds of stuff w- were offered on board? And did it look like a lot, a little, just the right amount. What would you say? Yeah, I would say just the right amount. Lots of trivias. Um, there was lots of entertainment. There was a stand-up comedian that was doing the thing in a little side area that you could walk by and listen to. They they did karaoke and their karaoke. Oh my goodness. It was the best karaoke. And I've like looked into Princess and everybody says Princess has the best karaoke. Wait, it's like what's the best about it? Because I need to, you know I love karaoke. Oh, oh. Sam, you would, it, you and me at karaoke, it would be a night to remember. It would be a spectacular, uh, a, a duet, of course. Oh, well, did I, did I sing the song escape while my wife was sleeping and clarify, I'm not singing this because I'm cheating on my wife. Absolutely. Um, but, uh, people line up to sign up and it's, it's like filled up and you wow. get the perfect mix of like terrible singers like myself who don't care and give it their all. And then amazing singers and people that you're like this, this lady who's definitely a grandma and her kids and grandkids are here. I don't know if she's going to be good. And then she's just like, absolutely kills it. And I'm just like, I'm like, this is amazing. And I guess that's really common on princess cruise line. So karaoke trivia, um, they did like, you know, cooking classes, towel animals, all the typical cruise fun activities. We were never bored, but we weren't looking to be entertained. So yeah, it was great for us. Okay. We've got to ask you about shows though. You mentioned there was a stage. 
So I imagine there were stage performances. What kinds of things did you see and how does it compare to both Royal and to Disney? Because you you have yep. you were sort of famously talking to us about how Royal, the performers are good, but there's no like thread of a story. And then so their performances kind of fall flat, not because the performers aren't good, but because they're like using all this technology and then they don't tell you anything in a story form. Yes, Royal Caribbean performers are great, but they they are the worst. And I mean, they have zero storyline. It's like the exact opposite of Disney, where Walt Disney was like, it's all about the story and take people on a story. Royal Caribbean's like, who needs story? Let's just let's just have a third grader just pick out random cards from a deck. I don't know why third grader and just put it <laughs> together. Um, sure. Princess was more your traditional um, variety shows. Mm-hmm. They had one night that was like, um, I want to say it was like music through the ages, which was great because it was a theme and they've stuck to it. <laughs> and and they, you don't need a story if you're just doing like a variety show of songs just don't tell me there's a story and then there isn't one right like tell me what it's going to be and i'm happy to just enjoy some different music of different decades yes so there was like music through the decades there was a disco night that was actually pretty cool and again they have the stage designs they have the the costumes but it's not it's not a broadway style show um the next princess cruise we're going on does have two of those but i I hear the storylines aren't necessarily spectacular which i'm just like how hard is it to get a storyline right? Like it's like if if the three of us were going to come up with the show, we'd be like, okay, what's our storyline? What's the surprise? You know, what are we going to show? And I feel like I don't know what's going on. Maybe people are drinking too much, and so they think they don't need a story, but they do. <laughs> yeah, we do. We do have we do have one uh, Facebook user here who is saying that on Icon, which is Royal's newest ship, they they had some great entertainment. We actually talked to some folks who were on Icon a couple of days ago, and I, I was going to comment that uh, uh, Royal may be getting its act together there because they, they had put on a production of wizard of oz which obviously has a storyline to it uh and they had some other shows that seem to have storylines to it so mia they have mama mia cats yeah. has no storyline but don't get me started yeah. on talking about cats <laughs> apparently they have cats on on royal caribbean and i have vowed even though we're going on the ship that has cats i will not be seeing that show and you can take that to the bank i am skipping that show so don't expect a review of cats because the review of cats would literally just be two thumbs down <laughs> i don't care where the production is done or how good the performers are Sam views cats like I view black truffle percets. They're never good and they're just not worth it. I mean, you just nailed it. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Oh well, gosh, them's them's fighting words. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How was the Josh? I know you really love to interact with the crew and get to know the crew. What was the service like on board and how was the the crew interaction? Absolutely spectacular. And this is one area that I felt like was really important for Disney cruisers to hear is. I, I hear about how Disney set the standard and that for years, they just could not be beat. And I, going on Royal Caribbean twice, going on Princess, I uh, honestly don't really notice a difference. And I say that in a good way, right? Being on Royal Caribbean, hearing that your main server is going to be up in the cabana's equivalent, right? Um, and then they see you and they bring my daughter a bowl of grapes. It's like, that 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 happens on Royal Caribbean. Being in Princess and you know somebody seeing you, oh Josh, how are you? How's your day going? Wanting to stop and talk. Your your waiters and your your wait staff just being super attentive. A som I can never say that right. Coming over, <laughs> yeah, and they're like, uh, "What do you like to drink?" And I was like, um, it, it, I, "I don't know." And so they're like, "Great, we'll help you." Right? It, it was it was excellent. So no 
no critiques at all. Uh, and uh, honestly, do I believe Disney steps it up a notch more? Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't debate that. But it's not 10 steps above and I'm disrespected and rejected. Mm-hmm. It, it's nothing like that. Yeah. yeah. I've heard really good things actually about the service on Princess, very much in line with what you're saying. And and same with Royal. I think with any of the cruise lines, some of that is just going to be hit and miss depending upon who the individual crew member is. I agree. I think Disney sets sort of a, a minimum standard. Um, but on the other ships, you're going to get some great service as well. On you know, so I, I, I don't think that's, I agree. I don't think that's completely unique, you know, to Disney Cruise Line. Yeah. You know, we, we do have a fun question here that I got, I got to ask, but, um, CT is asking, how are the scrambled eggs in the buffet? Are they better than <laughs> Disney? Any super low bar. I know for those who have not listened to our show before, we constantly talk about the cabana's eggs and because they're generally just terrible. I mean, they are the, they're like, you know, in the vat of eggs they're not really real they're made from like egg beaters or whatnot and well let, let me see let me see if i can up level the question definitely touch on the eggs josh but was there a buffet was it self-serve or crew serve and how was it <laughs> there was a buffet it was self-serve the scrambled eggs were fine which is 10 steps above disney scrambled eggs. <laughs> <laughs> um the the buffet was not great and that was the one area that we felt like this is not great we're we're actually booked on the not it's not the newest ship as of like a few days ago, I think, um, but the second newest ship of Princess that came out like a year ago, mm-hmm. and the buffet is like absolutely stellar. Uh, but this this buffet wasn't great. Um, the food was fine. It was just a selection. There wasn't as big of a selection. Yeah. So yeah, but yeah, scrambled eggs great. And anything beats Disney. They they're Disney's tech Wi Fi and scrambled eggs. Step it up, Disney. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, DCL Duo fans, you know, we get the question all the time, should I use a travel agent to book my next Disney cruise or should I just book with Disney directly? And I'm going to tell you, if you have that question in the back of your mind right now, you should stop what you're doing and head over to mypathunwinding.com slash DCL Duo. The folks over at My Path Unwinding provide an amazing service. They are so knowledgeable and so friendly. We rely on them ourselves to book our family vacations and they provide an amazing service. And the best part is you don't pay anything extra for it. Disney, other tour providers, and other cruise lines have built the cost of their commission into their pricing. So if you're booking directly, you are just paying that money back to the provider when you could be spending it on the kind of service you would get from My Path Unwinding Travel. You've heard from their agents on our show. They are so knowledgeable, so giving of their time. They know so much about Disney Cruise Line, Sailing Concierge, other cruise lines, other all-inclusive vacations and adventures by Disney that if you have a vacation in mind, they are the ones to book it for you. So again, head over to mypathunwinding.com slash DCL duo so they know we sent you their way thanks my path unwinding for sponsoring the show and with that back to our episode all right well since we're talking about there since we're talking about food uh we've got another question here in the chat that i should put up which was uh how was the food and what was the best meal on board and why was it the fettuccine alfredo and a parmesan bowl i don't know if you actually had that josh um but how how was the food experience the dining experience overall uh and especially in relation to disney yeah, sit down dining was really good. Um, and I feel like even on Royal Caribbean, my wife would tell you that Disney is again a notch above. Uh, I felt like it was pretty equivalent for main dining. Um, we had a great waiter. They had, they had a good menu the one night we went. The other two nights, it was a three night cruise, we were in specialty dining. Mm. Um, and so the cool part is the first place we went was, uh, it was called Crown Grill, which is their steakhouse, just like Paulo. 
Um, it was really, really good. And the cool part is since it was included um, in our fair, I felt like I can explore and try other things yeah. because to, to me, it's not like I'm paying extra for this. I really need it. Probably should get the filet. I know I like filet. Um, my wife kind of stuck to her tried and true. So I got to switch it up. So um, we went to the crown Royal, the, the, yeah, the, the crown grill, which was great. And then the Italian restaurant, Sabatini's, both of these on their own a la carte or like a $39 a night upcharge. Okay. And um, the Italian restaurant was phenomenal. And that was, yeah. And both of them, just like Paolo, hey, here's a random appetizer that's included. Um, would you like a glass of champagne or a Bellini? Um, that's included. He, you know, here's your four courses. Here's what I would recommend. I'll bring two of this. I mean, it was just excellent. And so the food quality on those restaurants, I would put on par with Paolo. Wow. wow. The, the, I would say the best thing I ate, and this is the coolest part and what I'm most excited for on the next Princess Cruise we're doing, um, is our package also came with uh, unlimited casual... Uh, it's like casual upcharge dining. Mm -hmm. So they have a gastropub and it's like per person is normally $19. And, but for us, it was like, you can go there as many times as you want. And they had one of the best cheeseburgers I've ever had lobster mac and cheese that was delightful and i was just like this is a random casualty restaurant that just popped up like basically and it was spectacular so all the food very very good zero complaints um and, and with disney like i think i'm harsh on disney because the price point because you're paying twice three times as much um and i i, I think i said the last time i came on the more I go on Disney, the less I critique the food. And I think it's the older my kids get, the more I'm just really happy to not do dishes. <laughs> and <have> somebody <laughs> pick the meal out for me. I don't have to cook. I don't have to clean. I don't have to do the dishes. Exactly. That's yeah. that's a huge part of it on, on any cruise. That sounds amazing, but it also sounds like you might have to worry about gaining like, you know, 10 pounds in a three-night cruise. What's the what's the exercise life like on board? Is there, you know, Jeez. do we have a good running track? Do we listen, Josh is an active guy, you know, avid biker, you know, um, do they have, you know, do they have a decent gym? Do they have decent classes? Do they have a running track? You know, our big criticism of the wish, of course, is that it doesn't have a decent running track um, because of all the stairs. But yeah, curious about what what kind of active things are are available to do on board. Yeah, thank you for clarifying. Because when you said, I, I couldn't hear you. I thought you said extra fries instead of extra size. So <laughs> um, they they had a, a, a workout room you know, uh, a workout room that shows you how much I go to the gym. I call it a workout, <laughs> <room>. <laughs> a fitness center. Yeah. I, I, I don't go to the gym. I do all my own stuff. Um, but yeah, they had a fitness center. They had a ton of classes you could do and our package included unlimited classes as well. Oh wow! Um, yeah. and they had a, they did have a running walking track. It was great to walk on. Um, it was up on the highest deck and I want to say it was like 10 laps for a mile. So it's right. like you're small, looping one small ones. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, the 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 fitness center was not updated. Um, and so it was very, uh, I was going to say narrow, but like low ceilings, but they had all the equipment people would normally want. Um, when I go on a cruise, my favorite thing to do is run or I will get on a stationary bike at times, but I'm kind of anti pedaling on a bike and not going anywhere. I'm like, what's the point? The bikes are literally designed to get you places. <laughs> um, so yeah. So I you're did. not a Peloton guy is what you're saying, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes, correct. Tracy wanted to know about the age demographic, which I think we answered earlier in the show. You said skewed a bit older, but I'm curious about the second part of this question, which was 
nightlife because I've discovered on the cruises I've been on with my parents ages ago, when the cruise line skewed older, the sort of inverse was the nightlife. Like, 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 so there's not a great nightlife on Disney Cruise Line or not as robust as like on a Royal and especially a Carnival. But I've also found that some of these cruise lines that skew a little older, the nightlife isn't there either because everyone's kind of going to bed early. But how is the nightlife, the bar set up? Live music is usually something that we see a lot of on cruise lines, not Disney and the bars at night. So yeah, how is the nightlife? Yeah, the nightlife was great. Um, I My cruise style is wake up early. I, I'm weird like that. On vacation, I want to wake up early because it's like I have to enjoy this. You have to this. pack in the whole day. Yeah, and then it's like, and then I'll take a nap in the afternoon. So I'm I'm a wake up early, take a nap, stay up late. Um, and the nightlife was great. There was stand-up comedians in separate areas. There was two showings of the variety shows. There was, like I said, the um, karaoke, which was a huge hit. And musicians all over the ship in different areas, just like Disney does. And the cool part is in their atrium, there's usually always a musician at the bottom. And they do as, as well like cornhole competitions where they'll put cornhole out. They'll do a bunch of other, you know, which maybe chintzy isn't the right word, cutesy games and activities that yeah. people enjoy. What, how did you find out about activities? Is it all in the app? Are there signs in different places that tell you what activities? Or do you get, as somebody mentioned from Facebook, a paper princess patter? Say that 10 times fast. You know, paper. I think they mean planner. planner. I think they mean planner or something. No, no. Planner. they mean patter. No, patter, Brian. That's a what patter? Like we call the Disney Cruise Line Navigator, right? It used to be the paper navigator. This is the paper princess patter. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I haven't heard that term before. All right. Yeah. I, I did, did you know, get a patter? I was just going to give you a hard time because I have no idea if that's right or not, but Sam's smarter than both of us. So uh, I think it is. I think it's right. Yeah. Yeah. They had this. So they had the app that worked really well. And then weirdly, the app was in um, it was in real life, in real life form on a piece of paper. So I don't know if that. Yeah, that's what we're yeah. talking about. Yeah. They had the whole the whole print on a piece of paper every night, which is really nice. Yeah. You that's know, what that's what Disney used to do before they forced us into using the app. And even when they forced us into using the app, they still had a, you, upon request, you could, you know, get a paper one. Now you can, but spoiler, it's just well, like an Excel spreadsheet. Yeah, it's a printout of a spreadsheet. It's not, it's, a, not yeah. it's not like fancy, you know, easy to read like it used to be. So for those out It's there, there because they might have to accommodate somebody with a paper paper version of the schedule for the day, but they don't have to make it look nice. So right. it's yeah. because there are actually some people who don't have smartphones. Yeah. No, but uh, Josh, I'm curious. You, you mentioned the app worked really well. Like what, what's the key differences between how it was showing information about the activities and crews and, you know, that sort of thing from the navigator app that we have on DCL? Like why did it work better in your opinion? Well, I would say one, the Wi-Fi is really great. So it's really smooth. Um, I, I, I will say, you know, I'm, I'm 33. I'm a young guy, but the paper navigator, it just works. Like you just can very easily see everything. So that was really nice. Um, but the app, it was everything they had ordering food, ordering drinks, looking at the ship layout. Every deck had a huge interactive screen that showed you what deck you're on, where you're at on the deck and it's massive. So you can't miss it. And so all that made it very easy to know what's going on, find where you want to go, see what's open to eat, it, the app just worked really well. I do. I personally do feel like Disney's app works really well. It works well for excursions and when you're on the ship. I don't have any issues with that. My tech issues with Disney are beforehand and all the registration and all that garbage yeah. is what it is. We have a couple of food questions that I feel like I need to follow up on in the chat, which are, you know, was there... Uh, 
pool deck food offerings outside of ordering on the app? And was it good? And did they have chicken tenders? And were they life-changing chicken tenders <laughs> as Disney likes to proclaim its own chicken tenders to be? Yeah, I'm I'm not a I'm not a chicken tender kind of guy. So yeah, I, I I think they're just okay too, Josh. That's actually one thing we, we can't agree on truffle presets. Um, we might not even agree completely on escargot, but we can agree on chicken tenders. Not that they're not okay. They're just not, to me, there's nothing special about them. <laughs> they are life changing. <laughs> yeah, and we can agree that the escargot and every other cruise is far superior than Disney's. <laughs> uh, but no, they had uh, like a burgers, hot dogs. They had like nacho fries and other like tacos, street tacos. All all were pretty oh, yeah. good. Their pizza rated the best pizza on any cruise line. Absolutely phenomenal. I mean, Whoa. all oh so good. All my all my um one bite pizza review lovers. I don't know if you guys are familiar. I think I referenced this before. Yes. But um yeah, there's a scale of pizza. I would give their pizza an easy seven three, which sounds bad, but that's pretty good. Um, I would give Disney pizza like a five one. Like Disney pizza is like as run of the mill as you can get. Sure. Ro- Royal Caribbean, I felt like was like run of the mill, but this was like crispy crust with a little bit of a softness. I really like pizza if you haven't figured it out. And I'm getting very hungry for pizza right now. Wait, but like, where do you, like, are you putting this on the scale of like all pizzas? Like, are you, do you come, like, is this Oh, all pizza. Okay. But is this like New York style pizza or is this like more like your generic, you know, cruise line, smaller, you know, I'm talking like a big piece that you can fold. Is it like (laughs) that or is it no? Like just... Sam, Sam, your lack of uh, knowledge of pizza is, is you, I know you're from New York. Okay. I know you're from, you know, good pizza. You, you, <laughs> know I'm good not pizza. denying you do, but of all the styles, it's like a thin crust, uh, thin crust. Uh, what, what's, I, I don't know it that much either. So I'm making fun of you, but I don't know. It's thinner <laughs> crust. It's not New York. It's, it's just like. It's not large New York. It's no, just small no. piece pizza. Okay. Yeah. But it, it's the, right. it's the, the dough in the ovens and all that. Yeah. All right. So Somebody we had, we just. We have, Somebody, we, we have, we have, hold on. We have CT saying, uh, Josh, you really are the DCL duo villain here for not liking the chicken tenders. And then we've got somebody else who wants yes. to know, did they have a lava cake on board? Because they love the DCL lava cake. So the problem is we only ate in the main dining room once. So okay. I can't speak to what they had and didn't have. I didn't get to eat the escargot, my favorite dish of any cruise line uh, everywhere. Escargot is the best. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they probably do, but I didn't try it. Now, Tracy's also noting that there would not be any Mickey Chura waffles on a Princess well, Cruise. Of course so. not. I mean, <laughs> of course there so wouldn't. So there's that. I- I mean, I want to I want to go to this question. Were there any special activities offered on board? So like, you know, on other cruise lines, you get ship tours or officer Q&A's, special guest speakers, anything, anything like that that you caught on board, Josh? The answer is there are, but not on a three night cruise. So there okay. are all those things, but it's all usually a longer itinerary, which I, I mean, shouldn't come as a surprise. We know from Disney, it's the same thing. They have more more, you know, the, the the crew talent show, which you guys keep talking about. I'm like, that's the only thing I want to see. I can't wait to experience that. I know you guys, maybe you guys, the we three have, of us, the three of us will book a cruise. We'll all experience it together. Sam and I will go do karaoke. It'll be that's great. That's right. That's right. Absolutely. <laughs> and we'll get so Josh, video of that because I feel like people would want to see video of the two of us doing karaoke together, yeah. Josh. So yeah. Josh, I want to hear about, was was disembarkation as smooth of a process as embarkation? How was it in comparison to Disney with the big lines and the crowds trying to get off the ship? Oh, so the coolest part is you get a boarding time 
from Princess and you just ignore it and you show up whenever you want and walk right on the ship. And then when you get off, you just get off whenever you want. And it took us two minutes, literally, in in Vancouver. So super smooth, no issues. And the medallion is all you need as well to get off at port. And so that was all we needed to get off at Victoria. And again, so easy. I just love it. Wait, you didn't have to bring ID with you? You just needed the C medallion? Um, I think you did have to bring ID, but we didn't show it. Because it has our picture, right? So Oh, wow. Okay. It just pops up. They probably, yeah, want you to have ID just in case right yes just in case even with disney you have to bring your id but oftentimes you don't get asked for your id when you're coming but i feel like to a ship i feel like the last time we went though we couldn't exit with a magic band you had to exit with a key to the world card and and, an id and you had to show them the id as you got off the boat because they wouldn't let you i i swear they wouldn't let us tap out with a magic band no, they wouldn't let you tap out with the magic band. They would let you tap out with the key to the world card, but they didn't yeah. make you show your ID that you had your ID with you. Also, they just sure you, they just wanted they wanted you to have it with you, but they didn't. But I think I think Josh point point would be on Disney. They ought to just let you tap out with the magic band. They've got your photo, and then take your ID. You know, take your ID. You should have ID with you when you're off the ship, um, and you need that to get back into the port. Uh, but yeah, this idea that like okay, I've got like three different things. I've got to figure out what combination of to bring is a little a little ridiculous when they've got the magic band technology, but yeah. Um, well, I think we should do a little uh, versus here. Who wins on different uh, different issues? Uh, so, Sam, are you, uh, are you ready to go? I am ready to go. All right, here, let me, let me play the music for you. All right, Disney <laughs> Cruise Line versus Princess. Okay, this is a head-to-head competition. All right, who wins on ease of booking? Oh, 100%, I would say Princess Cruise Line. Way easier, the whole process, getting ready to go on a cruise. All right. Who wins for onboard activities? Uh, Again, Disney's going to win. And a lot of these things, Disney's going to win. And here's what I think a better question is, right? Is, is Disney worth two to three times the price. We'll get there. We'll get there. Okay, sorry. Sorry. So Disney wins. Disney wins. They always don't short circuit the process. Yeah, the process (laughs) is really important. Okay. Adult bar spaces. Who's got better ones? Oh, I'll I'll say a tie. I really enjoyed all the adult spaces on on Royal. They they weren't just adult, though. It's just kind of everywhere. But I'll, I'll say a tie. Okay. Shows. Oh. Disney. If anybody beats Disney, any other cruise line, I, I need to go on it because that would be <laughs> incredible. Yeah. Kids clubs. Now, understanding you didn't have your kids with you. But oh, Disney. You looked- Again, at the kids clubs, the entertainment, that's the two things Disney is going to win and beat everyone. Okay. Service. Oh, I would I would say tied with Disney. I, don't, I wouldn't say one's better than the other. Okay. And cabins. Um... Honestly, very similar um, size and the layout I liked better on the princess ship. Um, It didn't have the split bathroom, but you walk in the door and you turn right and it's kind of a walk-in closet feel. Mm. And then the bathroom's on the side. So um, the aesthetic and the style and design, Disney's going to win on that. And it's, it's really hard to beat Disney on that. But the room layout itself, both my wife and I really liked having kind of the walk-in closet feel. Yeah. All right. I actually, I'm going to throw in, thank you for CT gave, giving me an extra question. Cleanliness, but I'm going to make this cleanliness slash upkeep. Yeah. They still do two turn down or turn, you know, two room cleaning services a day, just like Disney. Um, I didn't notice any cleanliness issues. 
or excessive wear and tear. The the only thing I noticed was the buffet and the rooms were in desperate need of updating. Um, and so they they were clean. It was very nice, but it was just like, yeah, this was, we're going on 20 years and that's about the time. Well, well, they're overdue. It's kind of like having um, Bob Iger be in, you know, <laughs> the, golden Mickey. the golden Mickeys from 1998. It's like, it's <laughs> it's pretty bad, guys. Right. Like, right. you know. Okay. At least get a new video of Bob Iger, yeah. even if you're going to have him as, you know, as the guy in the video. Okay, now this probably the most important question of all because on cruises, everyone loves to eat, right? So oh. food, who's got better food or more variety of food. Take this however you want. But. Yeah. Um, I, I'm I'm going to have to go princess. And it's wow. because of all the additional options for specialty dining, um, up, upgraded casualty dining, delivering pizza wherever you're at, um, and having drinks delivered wherever you're at. I mean, the other, the other thing I forgot to mention, guys, espresso machines, all your drinks included, all your espresso drinks. They have machines everywhere, all the desserts as well. They have a bunch of specialty desserts. Um, they, they beat out Disney. Wow. wow. Okay. Well, then, of course, the, the final question is, you know, you put them up head to head and you've got Disney being, as you mentioned, two, even three times the price, depending upon the itinerary. Um, and yeah, you can get let, deals let me... on Princess. You get deals on Royal, right? You, can, you can't really get very many deals. Let, let me do this. Let me ask this question slightly differently, Josh. You could take the cruise that you took on Princess on Disney, but instead of $1,000 for the cruise with all the inclusions, let's say it's going to cost you $2,500 on, on Disney Cruise Line, and that may be low under their current pricing, but $2,500. Pretty, pretty yeah, yeah $2,500 on Disney alcohol. Cruise Line. But it doesn't include alcohol. You still got to pay for the internet. You still got tips. So let's just say it, it ends up costing you a total of three grand. Let's just say three grand to go on the Disney cruise versus the princess cruise you took. Which one are you taking? And and here is where the answer is even more nuanced, right? I would say if it was just my wife and I as as without our kids, I would pick going on a cruise three times as much and do Disney on special occasions. That's me personally. I think the upgrades are worth it, but not regularly. And and again, if the equivalent is going on a cruise three times more, I'm going to pick three times more cruising and go on Disney once every two or three years and make that something really special, which is why I have a Disney cruise booked for April or March 2025. So nice. Okay, we need to hear more about that here in a second. Um, I want to put up this user's question because I think it's similar to what we're asking, which is now having been on Disney Royal and Princess, do you see any way you would take a family with kids on Princess if there was a choice to take a Royal or a Disney cruise on a similar itinerary, I'm going to say leave out the part about similar costs because there's no way that these would be similar costs. I think it'd be princess no. than Disney in terms of costs uh, in most cases. So do you see a way that you would take your, your kids on a princess cruise? you think they'd have a good time? Um, yeah, I think my kids would have a good time. Uh, yeah, similar cost. Oh, I think maybe Icon of the Seas is the only, right. only because it's a hot new thing and it is a big family inclusive ship. D being, again, reminder, I am a true Disney fan. I love what Disney does. I love all the touches they do. And I would say, if you're a true Disney fan, you're always going to pick Disney. Um, if you're not, or you're a casual Disney fan, um, I would encourage people to branch out and try Royal Caribbean, try a princess, but with with 
fam if 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 I wasn't and I had kids, I would pick Royal Caribbean or Disney. Those are the two cruise lines I would go with. Princess seemed fine, but it skewed a bit older. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fair enough. So Josh, it sounds like you've got maybe a couple more cruises booked here. What what what's next for you? Yeah, I'm I'm full blown addiction. My wife, my wife, when we <laughs> I love it. When, when like two weeks ago when we booked this Princess Cruise, she's like, "Can we not just do cruises for a vacation?" I'm like, "But the price is right." I mean, I'm just saying. Um, so my wife and I in April are doing a seven night out of uh, Long Long Beach. No, not Long Beach. Yeah, in in LAX, you know, yeah. California, and it's a tour day California. So it's San Francisco, San Diego. Catalina Island, Ensenada. It's a seven night cruise, and that's on their Ooh. yeah their newest ship. It was it came out twenty twenty three, except for the brand new one. Um, and so we're going to get a similar package, and we think with the seven nights, it's going to be even more awesome because um, they have a sushi bar, so you can get fresh sushi. Ooh, which yum. the fact Disney doesn't have a Harryhausen's is still ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, they are missing prime theming. I totally am with you on that. Yeah. It would be, I mean, the I could just think of the decor with the the octopus sushi chef behind the counter. I mean, it would, yeah. Yeah. So that that one's on Princess, you said, Josh. It's a similar similar. Okay, but a newer ship, the newest ship outside of their well, latest, second newest ship. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And then you mentioned another cruise on Disney. When's that one? Yeah, so that one I think is April 2025, and that is um, it, we, me, my wife, and our kids, um, my parents, and her parents, and our our parents. They live both of them live 15 minutes away. They live two doors apart, which talk about how rare that is. And we do a we do a family dinner with all of us like every week. It's great. We're all going out of Galveston and going down to San Juan um, via. Uh, uh, what's it? I don't even know the name in Nassau because I don't care. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're not getting off the ship. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Nassau, Castaway Key, and then Lighthouse, Lighthouse Point. Um, oh, and then ending in San Juan. So that's seven night on the magic. I am really debating doing, I think it's a four night from San Juan back to, to um, Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that's that's my temptation right now. Yeah. The back to back is uh a fantastic experience and it's a, a big draw. And of course on the magic, um, you know, as we've talked about, she's just come out of dry dock. And so sh- she's really looking beautiful in many places. Of course, there are still some, some, some issues in other places, but um, that sounds like a fantastic itinerary for sure. Yeah. And of course the, you know, better deals out of Galveston and Fort Lauderdale than you're going to get out of Port Canaveral for sure. Yeah. And we wanted to do the treasure, but the price of the treasure was a lot higher. And so we went, you know what? We, we'd prefer this itinerary. I really want to check out Lighthouse Point. Obviously, Castaway Key is the best place in the world. Um, so I'm excited to go on that itinerary. Awesome. So we, I missed a couple of questions that we had over on Instagram. I just wanted to... One question, one comment. I wanted to make sure that we, uh, we answered and said. So uh, over on Instagram, uh, someone's asking, uh, is room service included uh, on Princess? Yeah, it's a limited room service, but there is room service. So much fewer items than Disney. Okay. And then someone is correcting us that they have finally updated the Golden Mickeys. It now has Captain Minnie in the show as opposed to 
the old yeah. clips of Bob Iger. I hadn't seen that. We oh, haven't seen that dr- recently. Only on the dream. So uh, Taryn ah. is saying. So Taryn's saying okay. she was thrilled to see Bob gone on the dreams version of the Golden Mickeys, and it updated with Captain Minnie. I hope that they've done that on the Magic as well. Although we haven't, uh, or is it the Magic? Now? It's the Wonder. Sorry, the Wonder. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. We haven't we yeah. haven't been on the Wonder in in about a year now because she is over, of course, in Australia and New Zealand doing those sailings, but hopefully, hopefully they'll have, if they haven't updated, hopefully that update is coming soon. So thank you for that info, Taryn. And one question we got on Facebook that was uh, not about princess, but I wanted to answer was his, his, only been on DCL since 2017. Uh, have the magic state rooms been updated since it started? And the answer to that is yes. She just underwent a dry dock. I don't know. Actually, I don't think they updated the regular state rooms. I mean, they've been, those state rooms have been updated since she first sailed in the nineties. Uh, the more recent dry dock, they updated some of the concierge staterooms to improve those staterooms a bit. Although our last cruise on the magic, I would say the workmen or the craftsmanship on those rooms was not up to the same standards as what we've seen in other concierge staterooms on Disney cruise line. So the staterooms have been updated since she first sailed. I don't know when the last time they updated those main staterooms was, but yeah. Yeah. Oh, and so, somebody else is telling us the wonder updated the golden Mickeys as well. So great. news! You Thank you for telling us folks. We haven't, like I said, haven't been on the wonder in a while. So we really appreciate the up-to-date information that we're getting from folks who've been on the wonder more recently. Yeah. Amazing. Well, with that, I think we will wind down our show. We're trying to keep them to an hour here for these live shows. So thank you everyone out there for watching again next week, uh, 5.30 p.m. Pacific, 8.30 p.m. Eastern. We will be talking with Rebecca Sutcliffe, who does the DCL community, the largest Facebook group for Disney Cruise Line fans out there and just a wonderful, wonderful creator in person. So we can't wait to uh, chat with her. Uh, So mark your calendars for that next week. And with that, Josh, our DCL villain, Thank you for coming back. You're welcome anytime, man. We love having you on the show. Thanks so much. You guys are the best. Thank you. Well, a big thank you to all of you out there for listening this week. We really, really appreciate it. Please be sure to subscribe to the podcast. You can keep getting great content from the DCL Duo each week. We'd also love it if you'd head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review. If you hit those five stars, that's great. If you leave us a written review along with a five-star review, we will be sure to read it on the air at the end of one of our main episodes. If you're hovering over anything less than five stars, we really want you to reach out to us so we can take your feedback. Best way to do that, head to dclduo.com to find all the ways to connect with us. It links to our podcast, our vlog, our blog, has all the ways you can connect with us on social media, has our Etsy store where you can find our fun beach bags and magnets that we designed as enthusiasts of each of the Disney Cruise Line ships, has a link off to our Patreon. If you'd like to help support the show, we really truly appreciate each and every one of our Patreons for helping to support the show each and every month, has a link off to our show sponsor, My Path Unwinding, where you can get more information about booking a fabulous vacation, which also really helps to support our show. All the things are there, including a way you can sign up to be a guest on the show if you'd like to share your Disney Cruise Line experience. Most importantly, you can always email us at dclduo at gmail.com if you'd like to connect with us, or you can call our voicemail line if you'd like to leave us a message. We love to include the voices of our listeners in our show. Just dial 402-413-5590. That's 402-413-5590. And that will head straight to our Google Voice voicemail line. The DCL Duo podcast is not affiliated with Disney Cruise Line, the Disney Company, or the 
Disney family of theme parks. The views expressed on the show are solely those of the individuals on the podcast and in no way reflect the views of the Disney company or Disney Cruise Line. If you have questions about a Disney cruise or a Disney vacation, please contact Disney directly or your own travel agent or the great folks over at My Path Unwinding Travel. Thanks again for listening and we'll see you next time for another fabulous Disney adventure with the DCL duo. Good night.